Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, well, I welcome you to the show. World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Ebert. It's great to be with you. Uh, what a great show we have for you today as it is Friday. We're going to get into our full Premier League preview show. We have a complete slate of matches on tap for you this weekend in the English Premier League, the greatest reality show on earth um all the teams in action a big london derby probably the marquee matchup of the weekend but there are some other ones as well let's talk about all the matches and i will give you my picks and predictions uh we'll take a look at some of the odds some of the money lines some of the over-unders uh total points we're gonna look at everything and give you some great uh, betting tips uh let's look at the transfer market and the news uh going around the world of football arson wenger really just needs to keep his mouth shut there's an article in uh being well an article it's being reported generally that he's been sounding off about some uh rather disturbing changes he would like to see with the fifa world cup i'm going to tell you all about that and give you my opinion so much to get to today i'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the american forces network it is such a pleasure and a privilege to be speaking with you as i do each and every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast and if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, the award-winning Sirius XM app, it's great to have you with me. And of course, if you miss any part of the show, never fear, you can subscribe to our podcast, which you should definitely be doing. Download the latest episode from our podcast network at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or even better, you can get it at any of your favorite podcast providers, uh, Spotify, um, Apple iTunes podcasts, uh, TuneIn, uh, iHeart, uh, it's all there for you. So check out our podcast and uh, check out some more of the great podcasts on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, a podcast network. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a quick break, and let's get back to it right on the other side. This is World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Let's get to it. We've got a whole bunch of Premier League matches coming up this weekend. Match day two of the Premier League underway. It is so great to have it back. And um, stay tuned to the show because I'm going to be breaking down each match and giving you uh, the best place uh, that you may want to place a wager. And speaking of that, should you want to make a wager, there is no better place then my good friends at betonline.ag, that's where I do my sports betting. And in fairness, I do. I'm not a big sports better in terms of the number of dollars that I bet. I bet a very few small number of dollars, but I have a lot of fun with it. Um, 
if you don't bet on sports, it is a great way to just kind of uh, sprinkle it around and make some of the matches or games, depending on which sport you're watching, uh, that may not be with your, may not involve your team or have direct ramifications to your team, just makes it more interesting. And so if you're a fan of soccer or baseball or basketball or the NFL's coming up, come on, everybody loves to bet the NFL or hockey or um, MMA or, you know, uh, boxing or uh, darts or snooker or tennis or golf or, you know, we just had the Olympics, all of those sports or even reality shows and politics. If you'd like to bet on that, have a small wager. There's no better place than my good friends, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Head over to betonline.ag today using either your mobile app, or your mobile device, or your computer. If you sign up they, right now, they will give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. You heard me right, a 50% bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. And this show is presented by betonline.ag. Before we get to our match breakdown for the weekend in the Premier League, 10 matches coming up between Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Uh, let's take a whip around the newsrooms and the back pages uh, with some big news coming for Arsenal. Now, I've been telling you, Arsenal hadn't really made any signings. Uh, Ben White, I think, was the only signing they'd really made. Well, now they've added um, Martin Odegaard and Aaron Ramsdale from Sheffield United. So they got a goalkeeper and uh, a midfielder. And interestingly enough, uh, Jesse Lingard at Man United is talking about wanting to leave because he's not getting enough playing time. And I'm just wondering if that's not also a good fit for the Gunners. We will have to see. Uh, Once again, of course, these signings are budget signings, really, in the big scheme of things, because, you know, Stan Kroenke is a cheap bastard, and uh, pulling out the wallet to really improve his team isn't something that uh, he's, you know, he's loath to do that. Uh, But at least they have some signings underway. Um, Tottenham Hotspur, wow, beaten in the first leg playoff okay uh uh, pretty pretty shocking right um in the conference league first leg playoff pretty bad coming off an incredible weekend for them right an incredible weekend for them. They lose to Pacos de Ferreira, the Portuguese team, away in Portugal 1-0. Look, not a huge result. It's away in Portugal. They're going to come back to London Sta- uh, to uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I'm pretty sure they will get it done. It's just, you know, it's a bit of a come down to earth for Tottenham, uh, Harry Kaneless Tottenham, I might say, uh, after the uh, previous week's great result. Um Let's swing around the transfer market. We talked about Jesse Lingard. He wants to leave United. Uh, Liverpool are going to offer Mo Salah the largest, uh, most expensive contract in the club's history in order to keep the Egyptian happy. I think it's a great signing. Uh, You know, look, Mo Salah takes a lot of crap for being a selfish player. Uh, The fact of the matter is... You want your strikers to have that edge and to be that, have that little bit where they want to score the goal. He is developing. He is being uh, more thoughtful of his fellow strikers, namely Firmino, uh, Mane, 
and Jota, of course. Uh, and he's dishing the ball off some more. But, you know, look, if you get rid of that out of Salah, you get rid of the edge. So uh, they're going to give him a new contract. It's going to keep him there. Uh, he is, I think, the fifth highest all-time scorer for the club right now. Um, I predict he will overtake Michael Owen. I want to say he's at... Oh, I'd have to look. But I think it was like 96 goals, Michael Owens at 110, or something along those lines. So he's very close to surpassing uh, Michael Owen, another Liverpool legend, by the way, who lost his legendary status when he went to Man United, uh, if you remember that. He went to Spain and then came back and went to United. And, uh, you know, people, how quickly people forget the boy wonder. Uh, Sheffield United are interested in signing Ahmad Diallo from United. Uh, Robert Lewandowski is ready to uh, move away from Bayern Munich. Hello, Manchester City. You know they're going to be looking for that, uh, even though they're going to be asking a hundred million pounds for a 32-year-old player. But the knock-on effect of that is what's interesting, because there's going to be a lot of talk now about Erling Haaland going to... um, Bayern Munich, if from Borussia Dortmund, if Bayern Munich get 100 million for Lewandowski. The question I ask for you is, does Haaland want to stay in Germany or does he want to possibly go to Spain or to England? I think probably one or the other. I mean, it's Real Madrid. Barcelona have no money. We all agree on that. It's, it's Real Madrid or it's a top one of the top four, five teams, Leicester City, excluded from that. And, and no disrespect for Leicester City, they, that's just not the type of transfer mo- mo- uh, money they spend. It, 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 you're really looking at a Man City, a Liverpool, a Man United, or a Chelsea that are going to splash out, splash out the necessary cash for an Erling Brad Haaland. Uh, Man City, most likely. Uh, Bernardo Silva said he doesn't want to go to Tottenham. Uh, it doesn't want to be made, made a part of the deal for Harry Kane. Uh, that's an interesting move. I, 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 you know, I'm suspecting that this Harry Kane move from Tottenham may not happen at the end of the day. Uh, PSG manager Mauricio Pochettino, the former Spurs manager, uh, now saying that Kylian Mbappe is going to be staying at the club. Uh, how how that works, I don't know. How PSG can possibly work paying the Messis and the Neymars and the Mbappes, uh, given the small pond they swim in. I have no clue how that works for financial fair play. I think it's just more BS, to be fair. But they're saying he's not leading, uh, leaving. Um, Chelsea, talking to Monaco about Aurelien Chomeny, uh, French 21-year-old, uh, also uh, was talking to Man United over the summer. And... Um, we will see what's happening on that. Good news for the Gunners. Uh, Pierre-Patrick Aubameyang is, says he's going to stay with Arsenal beyond the summer, even though Barcelona are interested in him. But once again, I just don't think there's any money there at Barcelona uh, right now. Brighton are talking to Benfica for Darwin Nunez. Tottenham, Leicester and Wolves are all looking at uh, PSV Eindhoven's 19-year-old English winner, Noni Madueke. And... Um, Interestingly enough, uh, Watford are saying that these rumors about Ismail Assar going to Liverpool are absolute nonsense and he is not for sale. Another interesting 
transfer rumor out there. And this is the last one we're going to talk to. You know, Everton have Rafa Benitez as their manager. It's a club that has well-funded ownership. I think is poised to really morph into uh, a, a really good little package uh, that could really get some great results and win some silverware. Uh, they have approached Barcelona about Samuel Mtiti. Wow. I mean, defensively, that would be incredible for Everton. So let's keep our eyes open and let's see what happens. That's a very, very quick run around the back pages. Uh, the current trans uh, situation in the transfer market, of course, we'll be doing this uh, throughout the transfer window. All right, I'm going to go to break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to talk to you about Arsene Wenger and his crazy World Cup dreams. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is very good indeed Keep your silly ways All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Pilot Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. We are presented by betonline.ag. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'd love to hear from you. It's the best way to reach out to me and um, continue the discussion when the show's not on. Uh, if you're downloading the show on our podcast, whether uh, at the Believe Podcast Network or Spotify or iTunes or wherever it is you get your, your podcasts, uh, do the same, please. Love to hear from you. Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio look i was reading uh the papers or you know the virtual papers because does anyone actually read other than my mother does anyone actually read a physical paper anymore I, I like the physical paper but it is so much easier to read it on your tablet or your phone or your computer or what have you but anyway i was uh, reading the virtual papers and i saw that arsene wenger had enlisted and engaged the support of one Javier Mascherano, if you may remember Javier Mascherano, played for Man United, amongst other teams, Boca Juniors, Argentine, could have been an Argentine great, oh, he was always a great player, I think, you know, uh, and of course, um, you know, Liverpool, right? We're talking about the World Cup. And Arsene Wenger was mentioning, and by the way, I apologize, it was River Plate. And they played, remember when he was at West Ham and then they moved and it was strange how such a big name player could be at West Ham. I'm really, I'm really kind of going off on a tangent here, by the way. <laughs> You know, this is a this is a player that was wanted uh, by uh, Barcelona, Madrid, all the top clubs in the world back in the mid two thousands, and ends up at West Ham United. Remember? Anyway, 
I really digress here. So Mascherano goes to West Ham United uh, and then moves on, has a great career. He's kind of become a spokesman for football. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, he's now popping up supporting Arsene Wenger's revolutionary concept that the World Cup be held every two years. The Men's World Cup and the Women's World Cup should be held every two years. Now, as I read the article a little closer, I find that a lot of support for this is coming from the Saudi Arabians. Not that there's any problem with the Saudi Arabians in terms of, you know, lending to support to a concept, but this is a stupid ass concept. This is nothing but a blatant money grab by FIFA. It will devalue the World Cup. It'll devalue the meaning of the tournament. It'll devalue the sponsorship rights. And it will interfere royally with all of the big global tournaments that we all enjoy. We just have the Euros. Who, who doesn't love the Euros? The African Cup of Nations. I mean, it's going to be interfering with everything on the international calendar. Because you're going to have to qualify one year and play the next. Qualify one year, play the next. So why would the Saudis back it? Well, I'm imagining that they've got a lot of money behind this. There's Saudi money that wants to buy the rights or to buy this or to buy that with it. And, of course, they have a domestic league and a confederation that's a, a, a pimple on the arse of global football. Like every other tiny confederation and league out there. No disrespect. I shouldn't have used that analogy. It doesn't matter if their league or their confederation... is inconvenienced or made to cancel their events because because the value of a World Cup every two years by far surpasses the value of a World Cup every four years for these nations because for many of these countries this is the only time they really get to make any money off of football. So I can see that side of it. Having a World Cup every two years will allow you to be more inclusive and have more teams play. I'm going to make another suggestion. I'll tell you what, Arsene. Why don't you have the World Cup every four years and the teams that didn't make it to the finals. Now, for those of you that don't know, the, the World Cup tournament that you watch on the television every four years is called the finals. And the reason for that is because the actual World Cup qualifying happened and the teams that win qualifying get to go to the World Cup finals. Not the final of the World Cup, that's the last game. So maybe those teams that don't make it through qualifying through the finals get to have a B tournament. Good laws. You know, they've got now, what, the Nations Conference League or some BS like that. I mean, create another money-spinning something that's not going to interfere with the global calendar. But you want to really drag the big boys in Europe, the big boys in South America. What about Copa America, huh? 
You really want to put them through the ringer? Uh, you really expect club teams who's, who pay a hundred million pounds for uh, Jack Grealish, and we're talking about a hundred million for this player and 150 million for that player, and the wage bills of you know 200,000 pounds a week. You really expect those clubs to want their players every summer, summer in, summer out, and maybe during the season as well to have double or triple the amount of international matches that they play? I don't think so. This is uh, a typical Arsene Wenger plan. It, it is one that is sort of born out of a, uh, his office. I'm sure he has a dark leather-trimmed office with big overstuffed leather chairs, you know, and he sits there with his spectacles on, uh, penning missives and writing great concepts and strategic overviews for FIFA and coming up with all this great intellectual, uh, all these great ideas born out of uh, his intellectual curiosity. But of course, they are all, most of them anyway, completely devoid of any sort of reality. So I say no to this idea, but shockingly enough, it is gaining traction. I think the idea sucks. What do you think? Uh, let me know. Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. All right, let's get on with our Premier League preview. We had a wonderful match day one in the Premier League. By the way, this show is presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. At the end of match day one, top of the table, Man United. Now, of course, tied on points with, you know, every team that won. Tottenham, Leicester, Brighton, Watford, Brentford, Everton, West Ham, Liverpool, Chelsea. But on goal differential, they're there. One more goal than Chelsea-Liverpool. What does it mean? Absolutely nothing, of course. <laughs> oh, beating Leeds United 5-1 was a great result for Arsenal. Pardon me for Man United, listen to me. Uh, but let's start with the first match of the weekend, uh, which will be on Saturday early in the morning. I believe it is 7.30 uh, Eastern time, 4.30 Pacific time, Liverpool will face off against Burnley. Liverpool's first home game of the season. First home game in ages with Virgil van Dijk back as the basically centre-back. I don't know, basically he is the centre-back. Great to have Virgil van Dijk. Um, and um, there'll be a special ceremony because the 97th victim of the Hillsborough disaster, um, Andrew Devine, died in July. Last year, Burnley won at Anfield. Burnley was a team that ended Liverpool's 68-game unbeaten home stretch run. And then kicked off Liverpool's awful form, if you remember that. And I, I like Sean Dyche. I think he's, he's a good manager. Burnley do certainly surprise. Uh, they did lose against Brighton Hove Albion at home to kick off the season 2-1. And um, they did almost absolutely nada in the transfer market. Look, uh, Burnley aren't going to win this. This is going to be a Liverpool win. 3 nil. For Liverpool is my prediction. Liverpool, I think, will remain uh, 
zero in the goals against column. Uh, minus 525 for Liverpool at betonline.ag, plus 1,500 for Burnley. I know you're going to take Liverpool on this. You should. Uh, that's my prediction. I'm going to say 3-0 to the Reds. All right, break time. I've got to run off. I'll be right back after these messages. Let's finish the Premier League preview. We're going to use the entire next segment to do that so that when you go to betonline.ag and place your wager, you're going to at least have some ammunition to do that. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Eber. I'll be right back after this. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By All right, now, welcome back. Welcome to Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Join me each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time uh, for all your beautiful game, global football, Jogo Bonito, footy needs. There you go. You can also find the podcast at our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, as well as Sirius XM, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the award-winning Sirius XM app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and we're broadcasting around the world on the American Forces Network as well. All right, let's get to, uh, we are presented by betonline.ag, and uh, let's get to the rest of our discussion of the remaining nine matches in the Premier League this weekend, we touched on Liverpool-Burnley. I told you to go ahead and take Liverpool at minus 525. Uh, not a lot of value there, to be fair. But I think a result that if Liverpool lose this, I will be absolutely shocked. I will eat the paper that I have my notes on. How does that sound? All right, Aston Villa-Newcastle is the next one. Now, both of these teams losing uh, last weekend, if you remember. And... Um, you know, I've been telling you all along that I think Newcastle are an absolute disaster awaiting to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. Newcastle losing four goals to two at St. James's Park last uh, Sunday uh, to West Ham United. Uh, Aston Villa losing 3-2 uh, to Watford. I mean, Villa really suffering the departure of Jack Grealish. And again, money doesn't make plays. Money doesn't score goals. Uh, money is a great thing to have. It allows you to go out and buy players and do all these sorts of things. But, you know, if you can, if you are one of these teams that are very thin in, that, you know, you don't have a big name, you don't have European football, and you really have to look to buy, and you sell a guy like Jack Grealish for 100 million pounds, you have to reinvest that for the long term. It's going to be almost impossible to pick up a similar player of similar impact for anything less than 100 million. If there is a player that's out there for 100 million that uh, is going to give you the same impact, uh, the chances are very good he's not going to go. Um, he's not going to go there, right? I mean, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so this was at Vicarage Road. <coughs> Excuse me, where Watford beat Villa. So both teams looking for their first win. Um, 
you know, the crowd being back may change some of my predictions. And I hate to be kind of uh, a negative Nelly this year, but I'm actually going to tell you that I think we're going to, this week, excuse me, but I'm saying I think we're going to have a lot of draws. But this isn't one of them. I'm actually going to go for Villa because I thought it was a disappointing first outing for them. But I think this team is actually better than they showed against Watford. And um, I think Newcastle are an absolute disaster. So I'm betting against Newcastle. I'll bet against Newcastle pretty much every game this season, as you will see, unless I see some serious uh, improvements. So uh, let's do that one, shall we? Let's talk about <clears throat> Aston Villa, Newcastle. I'm going to say take the Villains, minus 120 at Villa Park. Home fans, big result. Villa get three points. That's going to be my prediction. Uh, however, on the scoreline, eh, 1-0. Nothing that exciting. All right, let's move up next. Crystal Palace, Brentford. I mean, <laughs> you've got a tale of two teams. Palace were absolutely murdered by Chelsea last weekend. And Brentford, the Bees, getting a huge win over Arsenal. Really getting that... Uh, their first top flight win. Remember, their first top flight win since 1947. So they have all this momentum. This one is at Selhurst Park. And, um, uh, you know, Patrick Vieira, by the way, I, I, I don't know if you realize this, um, Patrick Vieira is the manager of Crystal Palace now. <clears throat> and this is a London derby, by the way. This is not Arsenal-Chelsea or Chelsea-Top, but this is a London derby. I know a lot of people are asking, where's Brentford? Well, Brentford's in London. It's in West London, okay? Um, <laughs> this is at Selhurst Park, but I'm actually going to go with the Bees. I think they go with that momentum. And by the way, I thought they played terrific devil-may-care football against Arsenal for the opening game of the season. They're not uh, cowed by anybody. They're like Leeds United. They're just going to play the football they know. I love this. I'm going to take, take Brentford. I'm going to say 2-1 Brentford versus Crystal Palace. So there you go. Brentford plus 190, Crystal Palace plus 160. Leeds United, Everton. Um, the good news is Calvin Phillips should be back in the Leeds United starting lineup. Um, you know, they got murdered, what, 5-1 by Man City uh, for the opening day. Um, Everton, I thought, uh, did well. They they fought back. They beat Southampton, though. They are not a good club, Southampton. <clears throat> Having said that, I know the pundits really like Leeds to win this game. For me, there's something... Uh, I'm a huge Rafa Benitez fan, so... You know, I'm going to be loath to bet against Everton on some of these matches. Uh, I think Leeds play expansive attacking football. Everton can really hurt them on the counterattack. So I'm actually going to say a draw on this one. And I'm going to say a 2-2 draw. That's going to be my, my pick for Le uh, Leeds-Everton. It's going to be a high-scoring game. That I can guarantee you on this one. Man City-Norwich. Um, you know, Man City... Uh, <laughs> bet against Man City at your peril 
last year, beginning of the season, towards the uh, end of the first third of the season, we were singing the demise of Man City. Pep Guardiola's going to leave. The club's going to be, uh, you know, the, it's a rebuilding, and they really just want to win the Champions League. But after last week, where they got beat by Tottenham, I think you're really seeing that this is a bit of a changing of the guard. Yes, adding Jack Relish is a fantastic uh, addition. And yes, if they can get Harry Kane, great. I mean, they need a Harry Kane. Having said that, they've got plenty of attacking options without him. They just seem to be lacking a little something. It's extremely early in the season to, however, um, make that statement, but just based off last week's game against Tottenham. Um, on the other hand, uh, you know, Norwich opened up against Liverpool, got smacked down by Liverpool. They will get smacked by Man City. Um, this is at the Etihad, and this is going to be a big scoreline. So I'm going to take Manchester City for the win. Look, it's minus 950. There's no, there's no um, voodoo magic here. I'm going to say this is going to be a 4 or 5 nil victory. All right, let's move along. Uh, next one, Brighton-Watford. Uh, <clears throat> Both winning over the weekend. And, you know, we are a little short of time. So let me just tell you that I'm going to actually take Brighton for this one at home, minus 135, and I'm going to take a scoreline of one goal to nil. Southampton, Man United uh, is the next match on Sunday. Um, yeah, you know, Southampton are one of these clubs. They're a really good club. That's St. Mary's, no doubt about it. Uh, but they, they've had a rough... Last year, they were really average, and they've started off this season really kind of average. I mean, getting beaten 3-1 by Everton, uh, albeit at Goodison, is kind of average. They're playing a Man United team that actually isn't average. Look, I don't expect Man United to win it this year. I think they're going to have their ups and downs. But they are certainly going to win this one. So I'm going to take United. And look, it's minus 160 for United away at, um, away at Southampton. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, that's, uh, that's really good money. I would take that. I'm going to say this is going to be a 2-1 two, two victory for Manchester United. Uh, Wolves-Tottenham is the next one. Boy, oh boy, I mean, Tottenham uh, getting uh, beat 1-0 in Portugal in the midweek. But you still have to take them over uh, Wolves even at the Molyneux. And um, I like Nuno Espirito Santo. I think he's a absolutely great manager. And uh, he is facing his old team. So that is kind of, you know, the storyline here, right? Uh, Wolves lost to Leicester in the first week. Uh, they, did, they didn't play badly. Uh, they just didn't show much. And I think that um, Spurs are going to go to Molyneux and get a draw. That is going to be one of the shock results of the weekend. Plus 220, 1-1. Spurs, Wolves at Molyneux uh, take the draw. Uh, next up... <clears throat> Uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, right? Arsenal, Chelsea? Yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea, next up. And uh, we're going to see if Romelu Lukaku is going to play or not. And I, I don't know. <laughs> you know this, is this Arsenal team this that bad? By the way, uh, Christian Pulisic not playing for Chelsea because he has uh, COVID. This is at the Emirates. First time back at home with fans. Um, I'm actually going to go for a draw on this one. 
Uh, and I, I think that Arteta is going to be loath to start off the season with two with two losses. If he gets, say, four out of the five first five games of losses, he is going to be gone. So I'm going to say Arsenal are going to respond to the signings, respond to the home fans. Uh, I'm going to take a draw, 1-1 for Arsenal-Chelsea. Let's quickly move on to a Monday's match. That is West Ham-Leicester City. Another cracking match here, folks. Cracking match. Both these teams, David Moyes in charge of West Ham, Brendan Rodgers, of course, in charge of Leicester City. Um, uh, West Ham won both, did the double over <coughs> Leicester City uh, last year. Jesse Lingard getting uh, a whole bunch of goals. No Jesse Lingard now. West Ham scored four goals away against Newcastle, and I think they're going to think they are flying high. And Leicester City uh, did uh, you know great great job coming back and uh, uh, well coming back, but great job beating Wolves, uh, albeit uh, by not a particularly enormous scoreline, one nil at the KP. Um, <clears throat> this is in London. I'm actually going to take West Ham United on this one, and I'm going to take uh, plus one sixty five for West Ham, and I'm going to give them a 1-0 scoreline. All right, I'm going to recap all the matches. Uh, Liverpool-Burnley, 3-0 to Liverpool. Take Liverpool, minus 525, all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. Crystal Palace over Brentford. I'm saying take Brentford with a 2-1 scoreline. Leeds-Everton, the draw, 2-2. Aston Villa, Newcastle, Villa Park, take the Villains, 1-0. Man City-Norwich, 4-0 City at the Etihad. Uh, Brighton, Watford, uh, you're going to take uh, Brighton uh, 1-0, I think is what I said. Uh, Southampton, United at St. Mary's, take Southampton, take Man United 2-1. Uh, Wolves, Tottenham, take the draw at Molyneux, take the draw. Uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, take the draw at the Emirates. And the London Stadium, West Ham, Leicester City, I'm taking the Hammers one goal to nil. There you have it, my complete Premier League weekend preview all the way through Monday right here on World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. I'll be right back to wrap it up after this. All right, uh, Welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. Uh, send me a tweet at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I would love to hear from you. We are presented by betonline.ag. And you can find our podcast at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or anywhere you download your podcast. Just search for World Soccer Radio. So we do have a, uh, a weekend of Premier League matches of which the most, two most interesting matches are going to clearly Sunday's matchup at the Emirates between Arsenal and Chelsea. Mikel Arteta under a lot of early pressure after they were beaten in the first match of the season against by, by Brentford. And the second match is West Ham, Leicester City. It's David Moyes against Brendan Rodgers. Um, this should be a good match, although I am not predicting a massive scoreline, and I am also predicting a West Ham win. It'll always be fun to watch the Liverpool-Burnley match because uh, I'm a Liverpool supporter, but, you know, first match at Anfield in front of the full crowd in a long, 
long time. So uh, that's going to be an interesting one. You're also going to want to keep your eyes on Man City playing Norwich after City's opening day defeat against Tottenham. The other match, of course, Tottenham-Wolves. You're going to want to watch that one as well because um, I predict a 1-1 on that one at Molyneux. So uh, just a few highlights. I gave you the full match preview in the last segment. So uh, head over to betonline.ag and place your small wager or big wager, whatever you want. But if you're going to bet on sports, just remember, do it responsibly, okay? Make it your entertainment and not your lifestyle. And if you do that, I think you'll be a very happy person indeed all right just a reminder every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern time then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast on sports overnight america you can catch this show me nick geber world soccer radio bringing you the best of the beautiful game every weeknight i do hope you will make me a regular part of your week until that time have a wonderful weekend enjoy the football let's get back together again on monday and talk about what happened and see how our predictions went have a wonderful weekend stay safe and i'll chat to you then cheers Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.